0: Welcome to the Raymond Tamaklo podcast. You are about to listen to a message as preached by the senior pastor and founder of Love Springs International Church, Nairobi, Kenya. Reverend Raymond Tamaklo is a missionary to the nation of Kenya. He is an author and a church planter. Reverend Raymond Tamaklo has a passion of raising pastors and shepherds who delight in the work of God. He has dedicated fairly all his life to the ministry of our Lord Jesus Christ doing exactly this. He believes in ensuring that the Word of God is preached to all because each and every soul is precious and important to God. This podcast will reignite your love for God and His work and will work out times of refreshing in your life. Now, get ready to be blessed as you listen to the soul-saving word of God, expertly handled by Reverend Raymond Tamaklaw of the Love Springs International Church Headquarters, Nairobi. Be transformed
1: as you listen. Lift up your hands and I want you to begin to pray and ask the word that is coming forth to be imprinted on your heart, on your spirit. Just ask God to touch you with his word today. Lift your voice, begin to pray, begin to pray, begin to pray. He will do you well if you pray for it. He will do you well, he will do you well, he will do you well. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Rekopa ria skalia dos kabozwa Adea. Let Your Word come forth, Lord. Let it come forth, Lord. Let it come forth, Lord. Yakomale malata yakazuka paria dalia daba Isendele biki diri hai. Jesus, come on, pray for it. Pray for it. Pray for it. Pray for it. He is able to do it. Yatari atamanamana Mahai. Izuza zazindidi apari edigriz. Rokeperendi di baswa kapai. Ilembra tori eskabali adarabai. Izalo abari eskebali atari odos. Indeleme kendi gidiaba. mahata In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, let your word come forth with power, with authority to transform power, authority to establish us, O Lord, in the name of your son, Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. I ask, Lord, that you will minister substance to our spirits you will make this teaching a reality in our lives and a reality in your church. In Jesus' mighty name, amen, amen. Please do have your seats. God bless you. Hallelujah. Amen. Today, I am beginning a series that will see us going back to the vision that God has given to us. And it is the vision of. Winning souls reaching out to the lost. Whoever you are in the church, I really want you to know that with or without you, God's purpose stands. And it will continue to stand. It is for me to find what his purpose is. And then I key myself into his purpose. We have too many Christians who pay no attention to God's purpose. Your Christianity or your faith will not exist without God's purpose. One of the cardinal foundations for our salvation is rooted in his purpose. Then when we are saved and we come into the church, we do not question his purpose for our lives. In fact, we live our Christian lives oblivious of his purpose. So the Bible says that he has saved us according to his purpose. Pay attention. He saved us. I mean, what business has God got to do with a weed smoker like you? He's better off leaving you to smoke your bangi. If you like, smoke one sack full. He's better off. Do you understand? I mean, you like boys. You like boys. Even in the church, you have come to the church and you have found a new purpose, boys. What business has God saving somebody, boys lover like you? Do you understand? Yeah. Some people are not saved. Yeah. You sit in the church, but you're not saved. Because if you can transfer what you do in the world into the church, you are not saved. Because now you've come to the... The only difference is you are not sleeping with church boys. So now that you are in this environment, church boys will do now. Because that's the environment you are in. You're you are, you are using what is available you understand? So, some people in the church are not saved. Now, we, I'm, what I'm saying, I want you to follow the teaching. What has God to do with your vodka life? I mean, he should have, you, how many barrels of vodka is you want to drink or you go and drink or. I mean, he should have left you drinking your nice vodka. You understand? I mean, on a weekend like this, you'll be in this, is it Vasha? They call it Vasha. I mean, that's where you belong. When will they return? Today. They'll be returning today. Uh-huh. By that time, you have slept with 20 strangers. 20 strangers in two nights or in three nights. I mean, what has God to do with? who you want to sleep with. You want to set a Guinness world record that in two nights you slept with 40 strangers. I mean, go on setting your record. Then he says, no, I will save you. But I'm saving you according to my purpose. So Paul says in 2 Timothy 1.9, that who hath saved us and called us with unholy calling. So, the calling we have is unholy calling. See, you cannot say amen because I've just switched the gear. (laughs) He saved us with unholy calling. That is why in the church, If you don't make the choir spiritual, it will be filled with carnal people. If you don't make the dancing star spiritual, it will be filled with carnal people. If you don't make film star spiritual, it will be filled with carnal people. So we will stand here and sing. And when we finish singing, we'll go and sleep with each other. I think the atmosphere is hot now. Yes. And he says, somebody thinks, I'm enjoying myself. I'm having fun. I mean, it's, it's normal. It's not normal. So, even the groups in the church must be super spiritual. Only then will we walk worthy of our calling. And that calling is a holy calling. So, he has saved us. And then he called us. A lot of people don't know that salvation precedes calling. And I'm not talking about the calling to be a pastor. Alright? I've, I've just, I'm, I'm just rounding up a book I'm writing as a result of my experience with this church. You know? I just don't know what title to give to the book. I, I, whether to call it fake salvation. Or to call the book. They are lying. They are not saved. <laughs> so I finished the book and I'm looking for the title. I call it pseudo salvation. Yes. A lot of people don't. What people claim that they are. That they are saved. They don't even know what it is. They don't even know what it is. You see, this text is so deep that you can use 2 Timothy 1.9. To teach and you wouldn't finish. So he saves us. Then he calls us. The calling is the day the pastor says who wants to give their lives to Christ. That's the calling. That's the calling. So he saves you before he calls you. And I'm not talking about the calling as a dancer. There's no such thing as a calling as a dancer. That is why every member of the dancing stars must also be something that conforms to God's purpose. Dancing is not a calling. I mean, we know you like dancing, so we created a group for you. It's not part of God's calling for your life. Don't come and tell me my calling is to dance. Show me in the Bible where dancing is a calling. I should stand here. <laughs> Don't tell me oh my calling is to dance. You know? Dancing is my calling. There, I want you to know that even if you dance in church, there is no such thing as dancing is my calling. <laughs> you got a point now? Huh? Yes. So that, in fact, that word calling could also be summoned. So he saves you, all right? And then he summons the ones he saved. Are you listening? So before somebody stands here and lifts their hands and say, dear Lord Jesus, they have been saved. So it's not the standing here And don't worry, we'll teach from that book very soon. It's not the standing here that is the salvation. Do you understand? Because that has been made so that when they stand here, when they are saved, is why somebody who has no plan to be saved will come here because of peer pressure. Lift their hands. And says dear Lord Jesus. leo uh, And then next week. When somebody calls you and say, come to church. He says oh no 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 no. What did you just do here? You were not saved. So the people that stand here. And then this standing here. Begins a new journey in their lives. Are the ones that were saved. And then they were called, called out from amongst the others. So, that is what God has done. He saved us and then he called us with a holy calling. Then he says, not according to our works. Which means that you do not have to do anything to deserve his call on your life or your salvation. Do you understand? If you think that you you contributed anything to your salvation, then it means that you and God saved you. Do you hear what I just said? If you ever think that you did anything that made God to love you, God is not the the, the politician you can bribe. Do you understand? Yeah, he, he's he's not going to be bribed by the offerings you gave. Then so this one deserves to be saved. No, it is not according to our works. But look at it, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus before. The world began. So the church, and we, I'm talking about every one of us. When we talk of the church, stop looking at the pastors. You are part of the church. Must come to the place where we discover what his purpose is. Are you listening? Now, if you think for a minute you came to church to find a husband, you're wrong. It's not part of his
2: purpose.
1: Hmm. That's why some sisters can sit in church and fight over a boy. Two sisters singing in the choir like him brother Titus. Will soon start throwing ice at each other. Mm -hmm. Look at your demonic purpose. So you see that the choir leader has to now settle two useless sisters who are oblivious of God's own purpose. They are now championing their own purpose. I like a boy. I will kill for the boy. Go and kill yourself. You see sisters in the dancing star. Sisters are always the ones fighting for boys. Boys, we don't fight. You like them. You came first. Okay. Yes. (laughs) Sisters are always fighting. Do you understand? I don't know. I don't know why. Maybe because the brothers are not too many. (laughs) You get it? Yeah. It's about the law of um, supply and demand. So, they are always fighting. But it is very foolish to fight over a boy. Yeah. Extremely foolish. (laughs) Yeah. He knows what he wants.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, he knows what he wants do you understand
0: yeah.
1: I say he knows what he wants if you fight over a boy you are a fool yeah. you are a fool in fact not just you are a proper fool yeah, to just say you are a fool is but a proper fool do you understand what I am saying and to talk of the fact that he hasn't married you you want to lose one eye because of somebody who hasn't married you you see now you cannot say amen do you see now you cannot say amen you are busy telling a girl he hasn't even married you Eh? what will she see she will see anything. Yeah. Utahana. Utahana. It <laughs> is I'll see you. Okay. Utahana, you see. What what will she see? She will see anything. Yeah. You know? So that's not God's purpose. Do you understand? Yeah. You may think what I'm teaching is is basics. You may, it's because of a boy, some sisters don't talk, and they sit in the same church. And then those sisters also say they are saved. You are not saved. I think your, your savior is the boy you are found in the church. You know, call him Jesus. Joseph Jesus. Eh? Joseph Louis. No, G- Jesus Luis. Huh? Give me names. Savior huh? Alukwe. You have come to church and you have found your Savior. Do you understand? <laughs> you have found your Savior. It is not part of God's own purpose. We can't reduce the essence and the existence of the church to these mundane and superficial things. God has a much higher purpose. Are you listening to me? So, the title of the series is Fruitfulness. The title of the series is Fruitfulness. Evans, write it down. And then today, I'm teaching you on God's purpose for your life is fruitfulness. So you can see where I started from. 2 Timothy 1.9. He's called us or saved us according to his own purpose. Somebody is listening to me. According to his own purpose. Praise the Lord. And this purpose and grace has been given to us in Christ Jesus before the world began. It's not something your pastor is now inventing. It's not something your pastor has sat down and he said, oh, you know, uh, let's come up with a purpose. No, before the world began, God, according to his own purpose, saved you, called you, and gave you grace even before the world began. This purpose is not invented by man. And we have received grace and we have received this purpose even before the world began. Are you listening to me? If the world is a couple of millions old, God's purpose and grace to us, all right, existed millions of years before the world existed that is if the world is um i'm i'm, I'm not of the school of thoughts that the world is a few thousands of years old i don't think so i believe the world is millions of years old you understand yeah at least i believe that so god's purpose pre-existed even the creation of the world but many Christians live their entire Christianity without giving due cognizance to what is God's purpose for me. Now I am saved. Now I am spirit filled. Now I am talking in tongues. What is His purpose for my salvation? And I want you to know, child of God, that his purpose for your salvation is fruitfulness. Go with me to John 15. Let's go to John 15. So, God's purpose for your life is fruitfulness. John 15, and it will confirm um, 2 Timothy 1, 9. Give me the verse 16. The verse 16, John 15, 16. Ye have not chosen me. <laughs> but I have chosen you. You didn't choose Jesus. That is if you're truly saved. I'm not talking about the Muchezo Mchezo Christians how do I put it? Is it correct? Muchezo Christians. Eh? The jokers. And I'm talking about people who, who see salvation as life and death. I'm talking about seriously saved people. Right? Now, you didn't choose him. He chose you. As for those who chose him, that's why you are behaving the way you are behaving. Yeah. If you chose him, you will live your life anyhow. Even after you say you have chosen him. But if he chose you, you will live your entire life to please him. Your life right now is no longer your life. He chose you. So Jesus was saying to the disciples, none of you chose me. But I chose you and then ordained you. I chose you and I ordained you. You see, you can tell who chose Jesus and you can tell who Jesus chose by what they like. You can sit in church for 40 years and he doesn't know you. You can preach for 40 years and he doesn't know you. Listen, the thing is so serious. That's why they said, Jesus, did we not preach in your name? In your name, did we not cast out devils? Did we not do wonderful works? And he says, and I will say unto them, depart from me Ye workers of iniquity, I do not know you. It's so easy to play church for 40 years, and he doesn't know you. So you that think that, you know, what we are doing in church is a joke, I'm not surprised. I think you chose him, because you can easily Waste 40 years, 50 years, and he says, I don't know you. How? He knows the ones he has chosen. So the Bible says that be sure of this, that God knows those that are his. And let everyone that nameth the name of the Lord depart from iniquity. You can tell who he has chosen by what they love. You say you are saved. You read the Bible Sunday morning. Uh, like, Like now. That's even if you have the Bible. In fact, That you have read scripture is the one we throw on the screen. Oh, oh, nevertheless, the foundation of God's standards sure. Okay. Having this seal, the Lord knoweth them that are his. He knows them. When he says in Matthew 7 that I never knew you, he's speaking from the fact that he knows them that are his. Who are his? The ones he has chosen. He knows them. So you that preach and casted out devils and he didn't choose you. Do you know that you can easily be a preacher because you liked another preacher? (laughs) But he didn't choose you. So on that day, he's not going to validate your calling and says, come, I know you. He knows the Lord knoweth them that are his. Are you here with me? So you can always tell the ones he chose by what they love. You haven't finished reading Luke chapter 9. You are reading a book by Barack Obama. I said you haven't read John chapter 5 you are reading a book written by a carnal person not a spiritual person you too you want to say I am one of his you are not one of his the ones that belong to him they love his word they will feed on his word day and night you can tell the ones he has chosen by what they love it's hot it's hot eh you can't tell that somebody has to threaten you to read his word in the morning oh he hasn't chosen you I think you chose him and you see, joke with the issue of your salvation. You see, you don't believe that, oh, there is a place you go after. that, no problem. Die now. If you don't believe there is hell and you don't believe there is heaven, just die now. Why are you not die? Die now. And you will discover. You will become a discoverer when you die that there is actually a place I'm going. Don't sit in the church and think that somebody has a personal problem with you. That's why they are forcing you to read the Bible no matter what we say and do. If you are none of his, you will not love his word. Even if we push the Bible down your throat, even if we put a gun to your head, you read it as a tradition. You read it as a formality. You will not love his word. There are people here that love the word of God. When I begin to the scripture and they've read the scripture. Something
2: leaps in their spirit. Why? Because the word has found a place in their heart. You sit here day after day. I can quote the
1: entire scripture. And you're wondering what is he talking about? Because the thing is the word of the Lord is not inside of you. It's hot. No, 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 it's okay. We know that you came to church to find a girl. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Even this thing I've started now is a fruitfulness. I'll see you in two months. I'll see you in two months time. Yeah. If this is where you have started now, I'll see him in two months time. In, in fact, some people truly think that their Christianity is for their pastor. Yeah. Hey, don't be fooled though. Some people they know that a precure a precure I'm going to hell. <laughs> don't sit in church and follow Some people, you see, they have already decided this, where I am going. That's why the Bible said that the sins of some men is gone ahead of them. They already know. Don't think that oh, we are all the same. That's why how I follow Christ is not the same as how you follow Christ. Somebody, that's why it's foolish to go to school and then you want to behave like every student you know yeah somebody's father is a managing director of a big company he knows people go and learn make something out of your life you have gone to school and you are you are, you are rolling bangy behind the tree in the school both of you will smoke bangi when you finish. His father will call a friend and says, Can you get something for my son? What is left with you? You you only have smoke in your head. And your father doesn't know anybody. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? Your father doesn't know anybody. All you went to school to collect is bangi smoke if they ask you anything about business management, I would dream. That boy that you actually believe you are better than he's now managing a department with his empty head with smoke. (laughs) Do you understand what I'm saying? We are not all the same. We are not all the same. May I tell my children, I am not rich. I don't have money. If I pay your school fees, don't waste my school fees. Don't waste it. I didn't waste my mother's school fees. Don't waste my school fees. Hmm. Don't waste it. Hmm. If, you, if you know you're going to waste it, tell me so that I go and use it in some five-star restaurant. Nimeshiba. All my life. Nimeshiba. Just tell me if you waste it. So I don't put in so much money, and you the only thing you want to collect is bangy smoke. I said, We are all not the same, and even in the church, some people they know. In, in fact, you'll be surprised you are seated by a satanic agent. Somebody has been sent on a mission. To derail you. Where do you want them to find you? Other than in the church. Some people, you were even doing better when you were not in the church. But once you came to the church, you located your satanic agent. And you are now doing worse than when you were doing outside the church. Right in the church is when they are introducing you to things. You, did, you, 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 you couldn't believe that you could find such people in the church. Church is quiet. Are you listening to me? Huh? So, I need you to know. The Bible says some men's sins are open beforehand. Going before to judgment. And some men, they follow after. So, some people, they are sins... Alright, are open beforehand and it is going before judgment. So as they leave, they are walking towards judgment, and then the sins of others is following them. You just have to choose which one, before or after. Do you understand? You just have to choose where your sins are, before you or after you. Some people have determined it. Oh, yeah. They've determined it. So, what I need you to see is that you are here as an individual on God's purpose. I didn't come here to find a friend. It's not part of my purpose. Oh yeah. I didn't come here to find a friend. I mean, God sent me all the way from Ghana. The only friend he can give me was in East Africa and I kept to find that friend. Come on now, let's be serious. So, finding friends is not one of the reasons he sent me to this place. So, I have to define what my purpose is. Are you listening to me? I don't have friends. I rarely have friends. The reason is because it's not part of my purpose. I am not here on a friend-finding mission. Are you listening to me? I'm not here on a friend-finding mission. I could have found all the friends I needed in my country. So there is a higher purpose, do do you understand, than finding friends. And your being in the church has a higher purpose. Hmm. You, you are in the church and you are finding a girl sexy. Hmm. Yes now, you came to look for sexy. Yes. You are here and you, you came to find a handsome boy. A boy with a chest. I mean your whole purpose has been reduced to chest. You came to find six-packs. I don't know if you know that six-packs is a sign of of poverty. All these boys walking around here with a curved stomach. is not from exercise or enjoying life. Poverty is dealing with them. And poverty is carving out a shape for them. (laughs) if they could eat what they want to eat, when they want to eat it, how they want to eat it, you see that the six packs would disappear forget forget that thing forget that thing tell your neighbor forget that thing when you see them with flat stomach, do you understand? And when they sit down, they curve inside. Poverty has dealt with their stomachs. <laughs> and look at you, you came to find poverty. You're looking for the signs of poverty. Are you listening to me at all? <laughs> you came to locate poverty in the church. <laughs> if you take out genetics, all right, if you take out genetics, blah, 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 six packs is one of the surest signs of a brother that is hungry. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. It's one of the surest signs <laughs> that you are And you came to church to find poverty. <clears throat> Careful. Back to John 15. I, I need you to redirect your focus. Do, do you get it? Yeah? Most things, most things, a husband, money, wife, children, um, land, all of them, all of those things are a secondary consequence of finding Jesus. It's not the primary thing. Money is a secondary Consequence of finding God It's not the main thing A husband is a secondary Consequence of finding God It's not the main thing Are you listening to me The main thing Is fruitfulness So you have not chosen me But I have chosen you And ordained you To do what? That you should go And bring forth fruit. The reason I have chosen you notice he didn't say the reason I chose the pastors. The reason I chose the shepherds because they were chosen but they didn't know what they were chosen. One of the topics I'll, I'll teach you in this series is I come seeking fruit. Yes. You want to know the Sunday so you don't show up? (laughs) I'll calculate and tell you which Sunday. I come seeking fruit. Yes. I come seeking fruit. Are you here with me? Or you've gone home? Have you gone home? You can tell who he has chosen. Yes. Are you on the activity of bringing forth fruit? Why are you here? Why are you here? Some people come Sunday to show their headgear. Have a new hair. Then they'll come and show it. Have a new shoe. They'll come and show it. Have a new dress. Why are you here? I'm saying, why are you here? You've come to show that you've painted your face. Why are you here? I mean, we don't care whether you've painted your face or not. Why are you here? Just like the church and people come to the church without knowing why they come to the church. It's the same reason people marry without knowing why they married. The same way they marry and they don't know why they married. Alright? It's the same reason they come to church and they don't know why do I wake up every day? Why do I call this my church? Why? The essence of your union with Christ is so you should go. Watch this. He didn't say so you should come. He said that you should go. I said he didn't say so you should come. Come. Every Sunday you come. No, we are doing the opposite. We should go. It is in the going that fruitfulness is manifested. Not in the coming. Because as for the coming, you are coming. But you need to go in order to bring forth fruit. So the command is to go. The command is not to come. The command is to go. Are you listening to me? That you should go. So, I went. Yes. I had a place. I had a home. Then he says go. And then I I went ed. Do They understand. Bad English. But I went <laughs> Just in case it will help you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. Do you, do you get it? He says go. Every Fruit will come as a result of going. Not as a result of coming to church. It will come as a result of going. Pay attention to what I'm teaching you. So you should go and then you bring forth fruit. And that your fruit should remain. There are people who had something we call centers. Filled it with 20 people. Filled it with 30 people. Filled it with 40 people. Some even so much as 50 people. Some even so much as 70 people. Today you look for the fruit and there is no fruit remaining. Yeah? How do you judge a fruit? It remains. Oh yeah, it remains. He's not saying, find find numbers. Give numbers. How many of such numbers remain? So people have spent years saying they were doing something, but they were doing it just to showcase to a man jesus not my words jesus he's saying that your fruit should remain some of you what you went for were not fruits what you went for were girls who thought you will marry them Anna, i said some of you what you went for was not fruits It was boys who thought they will eat you. Is it they don't want me to say it? They don't want me to say it. I'll say it. Yeah. Yeah. If you're a pastor and you are not married, you can have a very big church. You have a very big church like if you're a pastor and then you're handsome and then you also look promising like this one will make it one day yeah, women are the prophetesses and seers of the future, yes they can look at you and say hmm, he has a future yeah, and at that time they are saying you have a future, even you yourself you know you don't have a future But women can tell who Jamaa kuna future. Mbelaya keni poor, eh? Mbela mbela Yeah, they can tell. Understand? They can easily tell. Women have that feature. Yes. Men, we don't look for women thinking she has a future. Yeah. We we choose women because they have a present, Like their present is now. I don't know if you understand. Yeah, because if we think about the future of women, who marry you? Did <laughs> you see that one coming? Yeah. If we think about women's future, do you get it? Who didn't marry women's Future. Yes, we we don't marry for the future. We marry for the present. Yes. So when you also find a wise woman, very wise, she will keep the presence prolonged and the presence elongated and the presence will be stretched into the future. But the future, when it arrives, if we have our way, we'll show this is where our journey ends. Let me look for another present. I know you don't understand what I'm teaching, but I'll, if you want, I can explain. <clears throat> I prefer to leave it hanging like that. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? We don't marry you for your future. Hey. No, no, no. No men really, really, unless he's a kikuyu. <clears throat> really considering the future. No, no, no. Because if you want to know your fut- the future of your, your, your wife, you just have to look at her mother and see if you like that future. Do <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? If you like that future. Yes, because your wife will ultimately one day resemble her mother. Yes, at her old age. Ultimately. So men, we don't marry. We marry because of the present. You're posh. You get nash. You get breast. You can't get brain. Wife material be that? <laughs> 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 they understand? Is the present. And then almost all the things we look for in the present, they end up disappearing in the future. So, women are wiser. Yes. They marry your your young man here. You think a girl, oh, she says she loves me. She says she loves me is a lie. She's in love with your future. Huh? Only foolish girls go sleeping around. The ones who are sleeping out, they don't have anything in their brain. She, Someone is locating future. You, you are locating peepees. They don't have anything. This, oh, am I in the wrong church? Someone. In, wait, oh, wait, wait, wait. The, l- let me stretch it for you. The former president, somebody married him. The current president, somebody married him. What do you think she was married? That's why wise women, even when they come and tell them, your husband has cheated, he said, now nah, here I did. Okay, let, let me stretch it for you. I need, I need you to understand. I need you to understand. Do you think that the ruling president doesn't have side chicks? Why is the wife still there? The future has arrived. It's now you think she'll get angry and then leave the future she prayed for, she fasted for. It is the future she married. Now when she goes everywhere, first lady, she married a position in the future of her husband. As I some women, no matter what you do, they'll, live, they'll still live with a the man they are with. Yes. Last week, one of our actresses wrote a book in Ghana. And all, suddenly Ghanaians who don't like reading want to read a book. <laughs> yes. Yeah, she wrote a book. And in the book... She mentioned one rapper in Ghana who she dated in the year 2010. His current we're in 2023, and she got pregnant for him, and she aborted the pregnancy, right? So how many years after 2010? 13 years, she's written a book and put it in the book. That this guy made me abort his baby, right? He's married. The wife came and wrote, My king, she wrote, king, something, something, has been honest with me from day one. You are busy aborting babies, somebody is looking at the future. At the time she aborted the baby, the guy couldn't buy Coca-Cola. Now he lives in a mansion. Now he's known all over the world. You, you have stories to tell of how you aborted his baby. I said some girls, you don't brain. In case you didn't understand, some girls, you don't have brain. You what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. If you think, oh, by writing, she'll get angry. Then she'll pack out of the marriage. is a lie. Yeah. Now, here I go die. That's her motto. I'm here. I saw this future. Do you understand what I'm saying? I saw this future. And I think she met the rapper the wife met the rapper in 2009 or so. So, she was already in the picture, the wife. Do you get it? And then you came and got pregnant and aborted. You see, that's why I talk to girls. Yeah, that's why I talk to girls. Yes. One day you have to write a book. If you don't take correct decisions one day you write a book and show how wrong all your decisions were. Glory to God see the girls cannot say glory to God yes. your fruit should remain. They said they were working for God. They said they were winning souls. They said time no day, time no day. Where are the fruits from time no day? <laughs> be a soul winner. Time no day. Where are the fruits from be a soul winner? All the years you stood there. You see, let me tell you something. The difference between a lecturer and what we do. When a lecturer finishes with you, he has no mind wondering what you will become. Whatever you've done with a three years lecture is up to you. He's not going to have a, a sleepless night wondering whether you became an accountant after his lecture or not. He he has no such worries. A pastor is the only one with a worry as to whether the things I'm teaching these people are growing? Are they maturing? Are they changing? Are they becoming anything? Otherwise, your teacher would have been following you up till today. Once you finish and you get out, that's that. But a pastor follows up. That is why follow up is important in the ministry. You can't be a shepherd and not have follow up. But you lied about your follow-up. Your follow-up, you lied. When you say you went, to, you went to visit souls, is a lie. You went and visited your friends. Only in the ministry, do you understand? Do we care as to whether what we are teaching you is at all imparting you? A lecture will give you an exams. If you fail, you come back and write it. If you like, come and write it a hundred times. It's it's your business. (laughs) I get in a teaching. So, our fruit has to remain. I'm a missionary. All that I'm doing, I may not even live many years to see how many churches will plant in Kenya. But if... I have labored at all the essence of what I'm doing is will there be people here carrying on this vision even after I'm long dead and gone those will be the fruits I said those will be the fruits yeah not people who marry and they leave the church not people who travel and they leave the church not people who give birth And they leave the church. Come on now. Do you understand? But the people that will carry on the vision, whether I am here or I'm not here, that is the fruit that remains. That is the fruit that remains. Who said because we quit or called off centers, the fruit should have scattered? Your headmaster said we are collapsing class 5 and class 6. So you say, because you are collapsing class 5 and class 6 together, we are collapsing the whole thing into one. Your headmaster says class 5 and 6 will now be together. Then you say, uh, if class 5 and 6 will be together, I don't want to be in class 5 or I don't want to be in class 6. i finish. You will still join the combination of class 5 and 6 to see what are they coming to tell us. What are they coming to teach us. You see, what you had was not fruits. Some of you, what you had was needy people. I've said it. What you had was not fruits. What you had was needy people. Eh, Pastor, you see, don't talk like that. John chapter 6, they ate bread on the other side. Jesus crossed over. These guys follow Jesus. Jesus said, you see, you have not followed me because of anything, but because of the bread that you ate. The bread that you ate. And we had shepherds who were bread suppliers. When Jesus preached in John chapter 6 about the giving of his body and the pouring of his blood for them to drink to have life, they could no longer follow Jesus. So how can this man give us his flesh to eat and his blood to drink? The Bible said, from that day, from that day, how can this man give us his flesh to eat? Verse 53, gone. Then Jesus said unto, very well, I say unto, except ye eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, ye have no life in you. 54. Whoso eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood. So the teaching on communion, watch the the, the effect of the teaching, hath eternal life and I will raise him up at the last day. Go on. For my flesh is meat indeed and my blood is drink. Indeed, he that eateth my flesh, even reading this scripture makes some of you uncomfortable. He wants us to eat flesh, he wants us to eat blood. It's in the Bible. He that eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood dwelleth in me, and I in him. As the living Father has sent me. And I live by the father. So he that eateth me. Even he shall live by me. This is that bread. Which came down from heaven. Not as your fathers did eat manna. And are dead. He that eateth of this bread. Shall live forever. These things said he. In the synagogue. As he taught. In Capernaum, uh-huh. many therefore of his what? Many therefore of his. In fact, Jesus's case was worse. It was his disciples, and a disciple is somebody who is following the master so he can become like the master. We're not even talking about church members. Whose houses we don't know. And whose real names we don't know. As for his disciples, he knew them. They wanted to be like him. His disciples. Some of you have come to this church one year. Nobody knows your real name. Even if you go on Facebook. Your name is not your real name. Some of you have been in this church for two years. Nobody knows where you live. Let me stand here and say it. Nobody knows where you live. Listen, this is not a real church. The teachings are to help us build the real church. But no matter how much I teach, it's not working. Because the truth is that you are either saved or you are not saved. Let me stand here. You have been in this church three years. When they ask you where you live, you say, (laughs) Oko, Oko. Yeah. A sister in the church got sick the other day. She got sick the other day. And she sent me a message Apostle, I I went to this meeting. And after this meeting, I'm dying. I am dying. I'm dying. I'm dying. A sister got sick. She's in the church today. You want to know from where to where? From here to here. (laughs) Apostle. I I don't remember this. I'm even vomiting blood. The thing looks serious. So. No, so you know that. You see, the teaching is not against you. Those of you who personalize everything, the teaching is against a certain behavior, against a certain character. It is never against you. I mean, what have you done against me that I'm preaching against you? Some people even think that with all the people sitting here, I am talking to them. Do you know right now how my brain is functioning? That I have to remember your name and to teach about you. Let's be serious. <laughs> this sister was hey, I'm the apostle. Apostle. Hey. As a pastor who cares, I said I responded to the message, and I said, I yeah, without the I said, I'm speaking to the pastors right now, and I'm sending you help. And I went to my pastors. I said, Sister, so so and so is not feeling. Then I called two pastors. I said, Make sure you send somebody to this sister's house now. Now, now, now. <laughs> <laughs> so I spoke to them and I designated two pastors. I said, Get somebody and send to the sister's house now. My pastors were running up and down. Then they located somebody and just call, call the sister. Go there. The person they got to go had a sick sister who she was supposed to go and see. Her own biological sister. She was supposed to go and see. But because the pastor says our sister is sick, she left work, came to town. Call this sister. Where are you? have been sent to come to you. She called and called. If today is when the sister will pick the call, I don't know. I think the sister will pick the call after the sermon. I'm not afraid of you so I'm going to teach. I think the sister will pick the call after the message. Yes. She, she stayed in town just waiting. Oh, come to this place. The sister will not pick. Me, yeah, I'm your pastor, so I have to teach. See, some of you, between life and death, if five minutes stands between your ability to live, if somebody can timely arrive, if 10 minutes stands between your life and death, some of you, I can promise you, I'm not a prophet of doom, you will die. Because that day, for the first time, is when you are going to try and direct, oh, oh, go up sir. Oh, no, 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 Davey, uh, uh, pass here and ten here. You will die. Ten minutes. You are vomiting blood. I'm sending you the best help I can send you, Sister Shika Simuyako. Pakaleo. See, see, some of you, you sit in this church. You look like church members, but you are not real church members. You are fake. You're fake. Hey, they know when to pick the calls. They know when to ignore you. I said they know when to pick the (laughs) calls. They know when to ignore you. Hmm? So later, so things. Then I got a feedback that the sister has waited in town. And there's no response. you. what what? Then I said, Ah, what can I do? I can only pray. So I prayed my prayers. <laughs> then later the sister sent me a message again. So oh, I'm um yes, the same phone. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> I'm now I'm now feeling better. you, what? And then I think that thing went back again. So I wonder, who should I send again? Yes. Who should I send again? Do you get it? If I knew your house, I'll come myself. Yes, I'll come myself. Yes. And I've always told people in this church, we do not give a hoot. Where you stay. Hey, if you are staying in a carton, that's the carton I want to come to. I know what it means to have the anointed step foot in your space. There were, you, you think your situation is worse? There were people here, they, today they've left church, they should have told you where they were living. And the grace of God changed where they were living. So, you see, the more some of you are this sneaky and you are whatever, you remain there. I, I think you are planning to contest for the... um, um this new post they contest for. Is it MCA for Sharimoyo Ndani? I think that's your plan. That's why you can't leave the hood. You have to be famous in the hood. Yeah. Everybody has to know you, you have to be a local champion. Sometimes, you can't just move. You must be uprooted. Are you listening to me? You must be uprooted. And these are things I do not know how to explain them to you. Yes. So this, you see, if you say you are a member of the church, behave like one. What do I gain from knowing your house? Do they mine gold in your house? Are you afraid I will come and join the miners and I'll mine some gold and it will pay you? I gain nothing. But you see, for occasions as these where I need somebody to help you, they can't find you. (laughs) And you see, as God will have it, I will always work through people. Those of you who like say, oh, if he's apostle, he can come to my house. Who am I? Who am I? If he's apostle, he can come to my house. If he's helping Lisa, let her not come. If he's helping Barry, let her not come. Pastor, I didn't come, 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 come. I will always work through people. Yes. Imagine if for that day there are. 10 emergencies and I've taken two and I've sent LP Beryl with the other two, LP Lisa with the other two, Pastor it. then you that have sent help to you say, so, uh, it should have been a person who came, you die. Huh? You understand what I'm saying? Huh? <laughs> this person nobody i sent in fact we looked for is it two people to locate this sister it was about two people to locate this sister yeah. but if you don't come pick your call we we also are not safari call. so locate triangulate where she is now we become detectives to help you we must also on top become detectives come on huh? Hey listen to me huh? So this one it was his disciples they wanted to be like Jesus they followed Jesus and then because of his teaching when they heard this they said this is an hard saying who can hear it Some of you avoid the church because you are in a come we stay situation. So my constant teaching against come we stay is an hard saying. You want to avoid it as much as possible. And then you will think that I am the one you are hurting. No, you are hurting yourself young lady, you are 21 already living with a man who hasn't married you and I'm here and I'm always teaching it so it's a hard saying what is their response to a hard saying and when Jesus knew in himself that his disciples murmured at it when I teach, I know the people who murmur at my teachings I can see them I may be looking here but I'm seeing them here I know the people who remember when I talk about girls coming to church chasing boys, you see them in their heart. They are like, oh, This pastor, what, what was it talking? You see, they are not doing this, so they are not doing this, so but in their heart, oh, every day, every day, you see, you die of stroke. One of these days, your demons will be so provoked that you run towards me like you want to fight with me. Your your demons will be so provoked as I'm teaching. (laughs) (laughs) If you can tell what goes on in in people's hearts, (laughs) if you can tell, you see that they are raging. They are raging. And then sometimes they can't help it. Then their face, you know, betrays them. The mouth will go like this. <laughs> <laughs> and then, unfortunate for them, the cameraman just says, <laughs> 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 It is from the inside. It is coming from the inside. And then you see a small manifestation on the face yes Jesus knew in himself that his disciples murmured at it he said unto them does this offend you does the teaching offend you what and if ye shall see the son of man ascend where he was before I'm teaching you about flesh and drink small things. You're offended. What will you do when you see me ascend to where I was before? It is the spirit that quickened The flesh profited nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. Look at it. Let's go. There are some of you that believe not. As I'm teaching Sunday after Sunday, there are some of you that believe not. If you believe, why are you still in that boy's house? You see, again, you're about to be provoked. If you believe, if you believe that what you're doing is not a right, why are you, you see, I want you to know that right here in this place, there are two kinds of people. Those who believe what they are being taught, and those who do not believe, Jesus said, There are some of you that believe not. For Jesus knew from the beginning who they were that believed not, and who should betray him. He knew it's hot. Brother, why are you keeping somebody's daughter? You have been married. Because as I shout, is it one day God told the children of Israel, "I have, I, I, I sent you prophets, waking up, shouting, shouting." He sent them prophets early shouting the prophets have been sent You see, you can talk like for example if i come to your house with a message at 3 a.m god was trying to give a scenario of how important it was that he sent his prophet his preachers his pastors to them waking up shouting early and they will not hear them if i came to your house at 3 a.m with a message you'll see that hey, this message is important Early in your lives, so that scripture you can compare to your end. Some of you, you have. I started shouting, God sent me, and I started shouting when you were 18 years, when you were 19. You are, you, you are not, you know, they hear, you know, they hear. You know the I've been shouting, you are turning 22, you haven't heard what I've said. I've been shouting, waking up early, shouting. You are 25. They are still not hearing. Shouting. Some of them, I met them at a very... that early, waking up early, could be early years of their lives. I've been shouting. Some of them heard my shouting after they got pregnant didn't say that I'm coming. The day they heard my voice was the day they discovered I'm pregnant. I said, Apostle has been saying it. Hey, now I'm pregnant and I don't have a husband. Then they heard my voice, but he woke me up early to shout so you will hear. Isn't that you can't say amen? Waking up early, he sent his prophet, he sent his pastor's Some of you, when you become baby dad, dad daddy babies, baby daddies. <clears throat> it's when you will hear my voice. Yet, he's set, waking up early. He sent me so you don't have to fall into that situation. Some, the more I shout, the more they say, I want to rule my destiny. Destiny. Mama, look at what you call in destiny. I want to rule my destiny. No problem. This destiny you have started ruling. 30 years from now, you will realize that you really ruled your destiny. <laughs> oh, yeah. To hearken the words of my servants, the prophets. Whom I sent unto you. Both rising up early. And doing what? And sending them. But ye have not hearkened. Yes. Some people, if they had hearkened at 27. They will be sour, sour. Yes. When after you have heard my rising up what? Early. You still went ahead, bought one bucket of Njugu, ate and empowered your ways. Oh, now when they give you pepper, you say, Apostle, pray for me. Pray for you, happy. (laughs) Just look straight. As I'm preaching, rising up early. How old are you? Fifteen. I have risen up early, preaching that she may hear me. How old are you? Fifteen. Oh, Fifteen.
2: <laughs> rising
1: up early. Rising up early. So God in he, her life has risen up Sent a prophet rising up early in her life to tell her, Don't pass here, pass here, sit here. But rising up early and sending them, they have not hearkened. Some of the people I know, they are waiting to be 55. (laughs) Right now, I can move, you know, I can move. 55, let's say, okay, 60, I'm 60, 60 something. And then my, in fact, I may stand here for one hour. Brothers and sisters, you see, the movement has to be. At that time, I don't have to shout. Rising up early. No, 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 no. no. I have finished what I need to. Then you see men living with regrets. One of these, the series I'll do in this church is Weeping and Gnashing. Wait for it. Don't forget, Bima. Weeping and nashing is pro max of of Bima, <laughs> and it will be a Sunday series. Yeah, not Tuesday series. Forget it. Sunday, you are here and I'm here. Weeping and gnashing. Weeping and nashing. <laughs> That one is BIMA Pro Max. You get a point now? Rising up early and sending them. God rose up early and sent somebody to you. If you were going on a a trip and I got to your gate at 5 a.m. and I said, God has sent me to tell you don't drive out of your compound today. If you go, you will die. If you go, you will die. Go inside, eat your wife's food, la la. And if you also knew me and you respected me as a prophet, you said say, no, let me hack into. He hasn't come to my gate before and said, God said, 5 a.m., as I'm getting ready to leave, Go back in. For your life, you'll say, yes, sir. Then some of you will say, is there any other direction? (laughs) 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 Then I'll say, that's all he said I should tell you. You see, that look close, it looks close. But that I'm standing here and telling young lady, don't do this. It doesn't look like a rising up early, waiting for you at your gate to tell you that where you are headed, there is a catastrophe waiting for you. No matter what I've taught, some still disrespect their mothers. No matter what I've taught. Some still disrespect their fathers. Fortune, are you listening to my teaching? Don't fidget. i remove your hand and listen to the teaching. I'll remove your hand. Your hand is not missing. Is it like him? Rising up early. How old are you? Ten. Ten. Eleven. Why are you in a hurry? The other day you told me ten. Today you are telling me Eleven. Ah. Just the other day I was talking to him He said he's 10 And then today he's 11 Why are you in a hurry 14 how old are you Uh, Valerie didn't give birth to you How old are you Mama 14 How old is he 11 So the other day when he came before I think he was terrified (laughs) See how early his rising up message has come very early. What saved me? You see, some of you here, you think you are bad. I could have been badder than some of you. Look at it. Some of you, whatever you're doing is is, is ligindogo. Hmm? God sent me a rising up early message at 14. And he saved me a lot of problems. Things I could have been doing. You see, Benson, thinks that he has mouth to get girls. If God didn't send me a rising up early, if I go on a girl hunting with him, I will get the girl. He will come home weeping and gnashing. I'm not joking. I'm serious. Because there is nothing in my life I have done and done it half-heartedly. Everything I do, I take it to well cup. So if it was to look for girls, I would do well Cup I'm playing like in dogo. No, 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 no. No. Rising up early. Me too. God sent me a rising up early message. And 14, I received it and I'm here today. You, what are you doing with the rising up early message? He's receiving his message. He, in fact, I think he started receiving it at the age of 10. Yes. Nine or 10. He started receiving it. Yes. There are some people here in this church, their own is not rising up early anymore. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> Where they are crossing to ah, is it, evening message. <laughs> I don't know if you understand. Yes. It's as some of them have received sundowner message. Yeah. But have, he has sent rising up early for somebody like that, 11. So that he will take a different step to a different future if he only had kings what you do with what I'm teaching is up to you yeah. always all the time is up to you huh? some people don't want to hear the rising up early message and hey, we are young leave us let us enjoy life. Maisha niangu. Maisha niangu. Yeah. We don't like people telling us what to do. Yeah. That's why you still hear my message and still go and eat one packet of njugu. So Jesus knew those who, would. hey, if you sit here 10 years and you are not part of those who believe, I can be shouting with my rising up early and you will not believe. You're not the first. I've seen them before. And then somebody will come midday, is not rising up early, and say, wow, what a teaching. In a short time, they'll make changes to their lives. And their lives will progress. But you, you have been hearing me from the age of nine. I know people who are hearing me from the age of 16. They are about to be 30 years. So, is are some of you young ones. Hey, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Some of you young ones who have come. Gen Z, you know, p- posting rubbish, posting rubbish, you know, writing rubbish. You are not the first. We have seen it before. Hey, ask the people who came before you. Some of them, it took them one year to clean their Facebook wall to allow to friend request me. I mean, you, you think. You haven't taken a picture where you are pressing another girl's breast. So when I teach you and I say, be careful what you put out there. Be careful what you're writing. Some of you, oh, we are new age. You know, we are new age, and Z. You're writing, we are woke. You're writing rubbish. One day you will look back and you will wish that you were more spiritual than you are now. The flesh, eh? Jesus said it, it profited nothing. But the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. Many children look at their fathers and say, see, Momo. he doesn't know anything doesn't know anything. Yeah? So, pay attention. Their response to his teaching was this. He says, give me, there are some of you that believe not. 65. And he said, therefore, I said unto you that no man can come unto me. This is why I'm telling you, you didn't choose him. He chose you. No Man can come unto me except it were given unto him of my father. The people that have come to this church and will progress by the teachings have been specially given to the church. This thing about fruitfulness, the people that have been given to the church... By our heavenly father. They will take the message. And they will run with the message. Otherwise you have not been given. By the father. You can't do much with it. Let me tell you how to. What, how you should. Judge. Yourself. And fear. Depending on where you are. When you sit here. And I'm teaching. When you sit here, the pastors are teaching. And the more you hear the message, the more hardened you become. Every time you hear the message, you are becoming more hardened. In fact, now when you even leave, you go and do worse. Right? It is a sign that you are already condemned. The same teaching that softens somebody hardens you. One is marked out for distraction. Because before every distraction, there is a hardening. So for Pharaoh to be destroyed, he was hardened. Nothing God said through his servant made uh, Pharaoh soften his stand. Everything God did, the next level hardening came. So when you hear the teaching and you constantly are hardened by the teaching, you've got to pause. <laughs> hey. You're boiling water. You put potatoes and you put eggs in the same pot. The same hot water is softening the potatoes. And the same hot water is hardening the egg. So two classes of people sit here. There are people who get better as I teach. And there are people who get worse as I teach. And the getting worse is their judgment. Do you you get it? Yeah. So one of the things you can do for yourself, can I tell you what you can do for yourself? Change church. Go to the pastor who is preaching money right now. Hmm? Because, you see, every teaching of God's word will draw something out of you. That's what the message is doing. It's drawing something out of you. So, it will draw it either to make you soft or it will draw it to make you hardened. The church is quiet. Some have sat under this teaching for nine years. And when I look at them, they look like anonzo as <laughs> When I look at them in the spirit, they have grown hard. And some have come the other day and the teaching has
2: metamorphosed
1: their life. Yes. It's like water, eggs, and potatoes. One is hardening as the water is boiling and one is softening as the water is boiling. I can finish this preaching and I'll get two more baby daddies. I can finish this preaching and I'll get three baby mamas. And I can finish this teaching and I get one serious soul winner. It's about whether you are an egg or you are potatoes. Let's go. Who is there? I think it's an egg behind there. (laughs) From that time. Many, this is where my advice comes from, change church. Many of his disciples went back and walked no more with him. When you are hearing the message, Charlie, the thing is hardening you more. (laughs) What do you do? Change your pastor. Yeah, look for a church where they're talking. This morning, I want to show you 21 amazing ways of making. You see, I don't teach them, so I don't even know. Making money that will not finish. That's my topic. Generational wealth. This morning, I want to teach you on how to pass inheritances to your children. Have seen how amazing it is. You can see, you see, even that message where it is taught about money. You see, the pastor has taught about money for ten years, and the church is still full of poor people, and then few are making it. Is the same with each message: potatoes and eggs in the same sophoria as I'm teaching right now, somebody is making corrections to their life. As I'm teaching the same message, somebody is saying, Haraka, oh, oh my Harakisha, and finish. My boy is calling me. Boyango, and I call. Very up. Boyango, Haraka, Haraka. Huh? Boyango. And somebody say, Hey, I wish I had this message way before. That's the deception that makes some people think when they stop church, they are hurting the pastor. No. It's not true. And they walk. You think I'm going to be the first pastor that has people no more walking with me? Ah, mba Jesus had his disciples many and they walk no more with him They have many that no more associate with love springs do you understand many, many not a few, many but you see the message doesn't change because many disassociate the message will remain the same Smoking bangi is bad for you. I will teach it. Yes, You're not married. You're having sex. It's not good for you. I'm going to teach it. Eh? You see now you're getting angry. Hmm? I'm going to teach it. It's not going to change because you won't come to church. Do you know how many times you have not come to church and we still taught the same thing? Amen severally. Is it not today you are coming? (laughs) Is it not today you are coming? It's today you are coming. Even if there are five seats here, the same message will be taught. It won't change. Give me the next verse. Look at that. Then Simon Peter, then said Jesus unto the twelve. So, all the thousands that ate the bread, were part of the many that left Jesus. So Jesus looked around and there were 12 people. Ah. Mega church to 12. So Jesus said unto the 12, will ye also go away? I've lost all these people. Will you also go away? Then Simon Peter answered, him, Lord, to whom shall we go? To whom shall we go? To whom shall we go? <laughs> Thou hast the words of eternal life. You see, this is what it takes to become useful in the future. Because some of you, the places you are in a hurry to go now, if you went. At the time we met you, they would not have accepted you. You wasted our years and we took you as raw as you came. Polished you. Taught you evangelism. Taught you how to teach. Taught you how to gather people. Now you are marketable. So, Peter... And afford to become the head of the church because he stayed with Jesus, who had the words of eternal life, who will build him up and to become what Jesus wanted him to become. Not a midstream, I cannot teach. One woman left this church and went to another church with a busload of my members to present herself as a marketable acceptable leader. When you came to this church like Titus, you couldn't talk. When they put microphone in your hand, you said uh, uh, uh. Somebody has been patient. Somebody has, some of you, we have to work on your confidence. Confidence. You're only confident when it comes to fornication. Imagine a situation where your father has educated you, your mother has educated you, and because your mother opened her mouth and said, watch out, jinga, wewe, they will say, from today. Pass here, I pass here. Hmm. Because your father corrected you. Because your father disciplined you. He wasted his sweat to educate you. Listen to me at all. Hmm? Whatever I'm doing for my children today, so they become better tomorrow, there will never be a time they are there and I correct them, and then they say that from today, Daddy, you are no longer my daddy. Hmm? I will use my words to collect my investment. My words. Some of you, when you came to this church, you were looking very ugly. (laughs) Do you want us to show you your picture? (laughs) I'm not talking about those who have come polished and looking polished. I'm talking of some of you. You know who I'm talking about. talking about those of you who have come polished no 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 do you want me to show you your picture Then today because you can do makeup and I said shut up sit down that you are angry I, I, I'm looking for a pastor that will not tell me to shut up when you were ugly and I told you shut up you said yes sir One of the first times I noticed one of my pastors was when she was wearing safari boots. Yeah. Safari boot. The first first time I noticed one of my she wasn't even a pastor. Yes. And I I saw beyond the safari boots. And I saw a prophecy. Today, if you can wear nine shoes and I say shut up, then you get offended. Why were you not offended with yourself when you were wearing safari boot? (laughs) You should have been offended with yourself. To whom shall we go? To whom shall we go? I didn't know to read my Bible. He taught me to read my Bible. To whom shall we go? I didn't know how to do my quiet time. He insisted. Now I know how to read my Bible. And I can do my quiet time. To whom shall we go? No, not you. Where were we going? Options. Mingi. Options. Mingi. Yes. Some people have gone to look for what I used to be. A shouting preacher, they got tired of points. Now they are they 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 went back for a shouting preacher. (laughs) They missed a shouting
2: pastor. I came here today by the word of the Lord. Okay, watch out, watch out. Let me stop preaching.
1: when you were just bones bones and what you will think they have done him makeup so that he can look like that (laughs)
0: leave
1: it there leave it there leave it there Muc- Sister Mukorino. Today you have done away with the Mukorino hair. And you now have fresh wig on. And I cannot tell you, shut up.
2: <laughs>
1: hey! Has the glasses changed? Or is the same glass? By the grace of God, even the glass we change it. Do you have another one? Give me another one. (laughs) If you have another one, let me show them what I'm teaching. (laughs) A pastor friend I know posted a picture of me when I first came to Kenya. And I went to minister in his church in Karibangi North, I think and i could I, I god is good hey god is good yes a picture of me before i even became 30 years old yes i went to preach i don't know whether i was the one wearing the suit or the suit was wearing me <laughs> <laughs> i couldn't believe it yes See how curious he has. Hey, if you go and look for that what I'll do you (laughs) show me people here, show me people here. God is good All the time <laughs> Then when I preach a message you don't like you said naenda To whom shall we go To whom shall we go <laughs> <laughs> she was testifying of the goodness of the Lord. Hey. <laughs> In fact, this one is even quite recent. Yeah, this is also quite recent. <laughs> that's that's Kohana. Yeah. Hasomar, <laughs> you have archives. No, post it at a very better angle. Go kidogo and post it. Yes. <laughs> When I was preaching to you, you didn't have beards. <laughs> now you have beards, and you tell your pastor, "Naenda, Naenda, Naenda.
2: <laughs>
1: Naenda." Peter was not like you. Peter said, "To whom shall we go?" Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> Original dancing stars, <risos> <risos> <Yeah. risos> <Yeah.
0: risos> <Hey. risos> original
1: dancing stars. Azuma Akuana is a Maasai. Glory to God. Father is even quite, quite, quite. You know, I'm talking of sonalax. <laughs> hey, don't throw the pastors. Don't, don't, don't do that. <laughs> understand what I'm saying to you yeah. so one teaching offended them we're going Peter said to whom shall we go thou hast the words of eternal life this same Peter who was a nobody became the rock on which Jesus says I'll build my church so after pouring words of eternal life on you, you must become a foundation for the building of churches. Not you marry and you get up and disappear. You travel to America, then you cancel your membership. You travel to United Kingdom, so how is that church? Now it becomes that church. I yes. still in that church. Glory to God. Back to John 15. What's, what's the, okay, my time is almost up. And I've just introduced the topic. Why yeah. must my pastor teach me about fruitfulness? Because without it, you cannot have answered prayers. Huh? That's why you pray about something. You pray about something. You pray, 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 pray. You see, like Agnes, she was talking to God. But God was wondering who is this one? <laughs> who are you? She was she was talking to God. You know, and then she realized, Charlie, the response is not coming and he says let me talk to the pastor why will God hear the pastor it's because the pastor is on a fruit bearing mission and when that happens Jesus said Whatsoever ye shall ask of the father in my name he may give it you so that is one of the reason pastors pray and they get answers you pray That's the difference. That's the difference. I have sacrificed my life to bear fruit. Do you understand? Some fruits are not correct. You know? Not all the fruits are correct. I've had some thorns and pistols. Yes, but I've sacrificed my life. So when I speak to God, there is the how he hears me. And when you talk to God, there is a how. Because you have not sacrificed your life to bear fruit. Even hearing that the topic is fruitfulness has put you off. I've met people who could be praying how many years for a particular thing. And they speak to me two weeks, one month is done. How? Because when you are somebody who is on God's purpose, Jesus said, whatsoever, you will ask the father in my name. He shall. He may give it you. So, fruit bearing is not to make somebody's church grow. Fruit bearing is so that the father can hear you when you talk to him in the name of Jesus. Some of you, whether you shout or not, he, he can't hear you. No, he can't hear you. We know you speak in a lot of tongues, but he can't hear you. I believe that God wants to awaken the nature of fruit bearing. Not doing it so that the pastor will see. No, it's, it's, it's you. It's who you are. I want to bear fruit so that God can recognize me. I want to bear fruit. I want to bear fruit. Not so the pastor sees me. Yes, I've had that before. Show, show, show. They come with a a file and they come with a list. I've seen that before. If the pastor sees the list, I'm sorted. No, you bear fruits that remain so the father can see you. And it is not the job of a pastor or a shepherd. It is the duty. It is the purpose of every one of us that is called. Next week, I'm going to go on to the purpose for diverse people who were called it will come back to one thing fruitfulness why he called this person fruitfulness why he called that person fruitfulness why he called this young man fruitfulness why he called that one fruitfulness it all comes back to one thing hear me child of God no matter what you're doing in this life you can be an accountant you can be a doctor you can be a lawyer you're a pharmacist you're whatever there is one godly divine purpose for your existence fruitfulness all these other things are just additions the real purpose for your existence is fruitfulness And I pray that this series will challenge some of you, will transform some of you, and you take fruitfulness as a believer seriously. Uh, Not something you do to make a pastor happy. No, it is my calling as a believer. Isn't it weird? Isn't it weird these days that they want everybody... To believe that men can become pregnant. Isn't that weird? Isn't that weird? Yeah? How many pregnant men do you see? <laughs> huh? These days they, they, they want to create that belief that men can get pregnant. Do you understand? I'm not talking about big stomach hole. I'm talking about pregnancy. Yes. But you see, a woman doesn't struggle to bear forth because whether she goes up and down she's empowered to be fruitful, that's it and that's the the default setting of the believer your factory setting is to bear fruit yes it's not like you are now a man trying to be pregnant you get the point now? Huh? Like you have gone and done some surgeries and then they said they can put something in there for you. You is that, see, is that's struggling. A woman doesn't struggle. True or not true? Huh? At least some of you, if you see how many abortions you've done. Hmm? You see that what the pastor is saying is truth. Is truth. I've removed about eight so far. Effortlessly. Hannah? Hannah? Did you struggle? They came. The doctors told my wife, you will not be able to give birth. And so if you do, get a child. Don't do anything to it. Even if you're not ready. I told my wife, forget that thing. I said, forget that thing. I told him, when I want you to have babies, you'll have babies. It's not now I'm telling you I'm anointed. Me, I'm anointed. i paid the price for the anointed. I'm not like Amos. <laughs> huh? From 14, crying for oil. Ah, even if God is bad, at least he dropped some, some drops on me for all those years. At least, if, if for nothing at all for effort, I told my wife, forget that thing. When I want you to have children, then I put my wife on family planning because I was poor. Yes, and the baby still came in the family planning. You can't be giving birth to four children. And your salary is fifteen thousand. Are you a magician? Are you a magician? I shouldn't go there. I should close. I was about closing. Me, I knew. I mean, I I was called, and I was broke. So I told her, "Na, bado." And children, once they come out, their mouth opens, expenses. Yeah? Once they come out and they open their mouth, expenses. I said, no, no, no. So, what the doctor said, ah, I told her, forget. Forget. When I want you to have children, you have children. So, I said, we're doing family planning. Yes. Freshly married. I want to enjoy small before expenses. Yeah, yeah. You see, when you marry, enjoy small before expenses. Expenses will spoil the joy, the excitement. Once you start talking about pampers, you see that. <laughs> Unless you have been enjoying before you married. Those of you who have been enjoying before you married. There's nothing, the sukari is small now. So you have to spread it. I'm talking of you have not, like you have held yourself and held your waist. And then now you say, I have it. Do you understand what I'm saying? Okay. It's, not the, it's, not, it's not for you. Yeah. When I meet the people who have held it, they will understand what I'm talking about. Yeah. Do you think Mandela is holding it? Do you think Nakundi is holding it? No. They are releasing left and right. Pian, 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 pian. They are releasing. I'm talking of where you have held it. Yes. Where you have held it. Yes, Until when you now marry, you want to sleep on top of it. Yes. I'm not moving. Don't allow... Don't don't say I should move from here. Yes. Elale <laughs> elale. <Elali. laughs> yes. Amos is holding it. <laughs> I beg, I beg, I beg, I beg, I beg, I beg. <laughs> Titus is holding it. I beg, I beg, I beg, I beg, I beg. I'm talking of those who holding it. Yes. Those who are only urinating now. (laughs) I said those who are only urinating. Uh Do you understand? Uh Yes. Look at all these young boys. They are not urinating, no. (laughs) Hmm. 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 So if you, sisters, you allow all these, you know, James, he goes to the gym. He punches back one, two, three, four, and then when he finishes, his testosterone rises in his blood. Then he gets an erection. Then he's looking for where's the girl? Where's the girl? You're not holding it. (laughs) Then you present yourself. I'm talking about those who are obeying Romans 12, verse 1 and 2. Yes. Yes. If this church, we had young men who have presented their bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is their reasonable service, would have had some marrying by now. Their bodies are not on any altar. I've said it. I said their bodies are not on any altar. When you see their bodies on the altar, you see that they'll take a girl to the altar. Write it. When you see their bodies on the altar, they'll take a girl to the altar. James is pretending he wants to write what I'm saying. And his body is not on the altar. If you see their bodies on the altar, believe you me, where are they? They are located on the altar. They'll take their wives to be to the altar. Yes. Titus is not on the altar. Mm, forget it. Bernard is not, Benson is not on the altar. Forget it. Father Bernard is <laughs> not on the altar. <laughs> and left the altar, Kitambo. <laughs> Some of them, we tied them to the altar, but they got up and said, Charlie, I'm leaving the altar. <laughs> and that's a revelation for you,
2: yeah?
1: yeah? All the times you are not married, you are supposed to be on the altar. Yes, as a living sacrifice. Is it not having sex is a sacrifice? Yeah. At first, no, he swallowed the altar. <laughs> Kohana left the altar. <laughs> if their bodies were on the altar, believe you me. Believe you me. I'll have a young man who just has one room and a bed and has found a reasonable girl and says, Apostle, I want to marry. Yes. If their bodies are on the altar, we'll see them marching down to the altar. And as long as they are not coming to the altar, I'll keep teaching what I'm teaching. Yes. There's too many blessings for these young men in this country. Yes. Like, like they easily can. I don't know how, but they easily can just find what they shouldn't find easily. You see a shy brother like Titus, he knows where to go and get sex. if you look at Rainson, does he look like he can harm anybody? does not look like? Huh? Last week, Sunday, God put something in my heart and I'm going to start it. It's for men. Yes, it's for men. Yeah. Yeah. We are going to change the story. Yeah, we will change the story. Will change the story. Yes, we're going to change the narrative in this country. We're going to change the story. Yeah. Through what God has told me, some young men will rise up and set examples. Yeah. 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 Rise up on your feet. Are you blessed? Lift up your two hands. akika we manazo fadili zitani ni fuata mimi ni taka nyumba ni mabwa Ziku zote za maisha yangu. Hakika wemana zo fadili. Zitani fuata mimi. one more time let's sing it on to him oh sa <tose> Two hands. I want you to pray and I want you to understand this prayer the things that follow you after you come to church after you hear the teaching of the word the devil sends them a sower went to sow And some of the seeds fell on the wayside. Jesus said the birds of the air came. And they ate the seeds that fell on the wayside. These are they who after they hear the teaching of the word. The devil comes, the enemy comes. And then he takes what was planted in their heart. It is the reason why. You return next Sunday and you've done nothing about the teaching because he comes for it. I want you to pray right now. I want you to bind those devils that distort the teachings, that snatches the teachings, that makes you scorn at the teachings. Whatever element the devil sends Sunday after Sunday, you're saying, Lord. I want to hear your word and I want to have it take root in me. No more snatching of the word by the enemy. Lift your mouth right now. Begin to pray. Pray right now. Lift your voice and begin to pray. Pray for yourself. You have heard the word? Right outside the gate he's waiting to send the snatches. He's waiting to send that which would take his word from you. So that it does not take root. So it does not bear fruit. If it does not take root, it will not bear fruit. Lift
2: your voice and begin to pray. In the name of Jesus. Bind devils that steal the teachings from your heart, the teachings from your spirit. Reda kulia a dos cambolia by yadema la bakapa ya babababa ya zuka tali irada katunda la makadia irazo limbrade Recadarama maraba zuka pea irede bleka Come on, lift your voice, bind devils that steals the word. Once the word is planted, they steal it. they snatch it they take it away from your spirit from your mind from your soul from your heart bind the devil right now we bind the devil whatever interferes with the rooting process of the word that is planted in this church, in this assembly, in this commission. Father, I bind the devil today. I bind devils today. I Indunimilia davarosataya irate Iratekapaya baba ireto kolo malabazusa izanda zatale kapaa ikando amandubla kapea candua amandubla kapea raza kosa para bara child of God bind that devil ya dene la mahandi rekabora ba devil you cannot snatch this word, devil, you cannot steal this word, devil you cannot take away this word that has been planted you devils we take authority over you this afternoon we bind your activities in the life of God's children in the de the day, the day, let your word take root pray that his word will take root in your life it will take root in your spirit you will become fruitful you will desire fruitfulness when the word begins to take root you will bring forth fruit naturally Pray that his word will take root in your life. We pray for roots of oh God. We pray for roots of oh God. We pray for roots in the members of the church. Pray, pray, child of God, pray. In dunimiria daraba zantiyakatai hizo balakeo iranda klapa Let the members, oh Lord, take roots let the word of fruitfulness begin to take root in the church to take root in their lives in the mighty name of Jesus my God my God that it shall be well with us that we O oh God whatsoever we ask of of the Father in your name, Jesus, the Father will give it to us. Mangedele makoti akapa, take root. Handele fruitfulness. Take root in this church. Fruitfulness. Take root. We speak fruitfulness. Speak fruitfulness over the church. Begin to speak fruitfulness. As you are fruitful, the church will become fruitful. Speak fruitfulness over the church. Speak fruitfulness over the commission. I speak fruitfulness, Lord let there arise fruitful men let there arise fruitful women let there arise fruitful believers in this church of God let there arise fruitful and faithful believers in this assembly my God my God my God la Liza bakataya is atuamba gratilios. Ele mele bele 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 kapa baba 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 atay maya kapaya. Is Salem Ligo Toparida high? Atuamba da Parabaraba Isade Cladua Payaba Love Springs shall be a fruitful bowl. Adaloba Sanda Gracia, whose vines, whose branches Hangs over the walls. mandeleka Capekaya Kazu ya Iranda Gladua baya Ambele Tidobada likapa, azazizazumazada, azuzabili kapora barata. Bradi baratai tua boya, Resembere 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 Bligadora bakataya, manda na boston na yakaya. Indeleke derebele kapa. In the name of Jesus, lift up your two hands.
1: Thank you, Jesus. Father, I speak forth fruitfulness. Fruitfulness over this congregation. I speak for fruitfulness in our walk with you. Fruitfulness, O oh God. Even as we hear this word, may our lives radically change. Even as we bear fruit in you, our lives will bear fruit. Our lives will bear fruit. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 We have no
0: doubt that you have received a blessing from the word of God preached by Apostle Raymond Tamaclaw. Do join either of our services at Love Springs International Church Headquarters this and every Sunday at 9 a.m. Connect with Apostle Raymond Tamaklaw on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.
2: God richly bless you and lead you in a series of victories.